Yeah, hello, and welcome to episode 71 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is my podcast where I chat with some of the wild and wacky people from the World Wide Web. This week's friend is Toronto comedian and actor, podcast and TikTok creator, Ben Stagger, who has carved out a hell of a niche in the scene. We chat all about how he came out of Kitchener-Waterloo, and all this stuff like his Tim Hortons podcast, reading Stephen King, writing like Stephen King, acting, and what it's like living with celiac disease. If you know, you know. This was a very fun chat, and you got to check out Ben's stuff linked in the show notes and all the other stuff. Roll up the rim on this next episode. Friends of the Show, episode 71, with Ben Stagger. Right now. Sounds good, man. So this is the big, this is like triumphant return uh, for this podcast. <laughs> nice. It's been on uh, indefinite hiatus since... I don't even know when it was, 2019, 2018, 2019, end of 20, oh. some amount of year, years. Well, I'm pleased to be on the reboot. Yeah, you're you're here um, on the big the big relaunch. And yeah. You get a big cool. name, a big, <laughs> big headliner yeah. to kick it off. Amazing. To kick it off right, and I know that all the staggerheads got my back. <laughs> staggerheads are going to lose their minds. <laughs> all the staggerheads listening, don't forget to smash that like and subscribe yeah. button. They, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm scared of the response. I <laughs> we what, should be... What uh, I, do? I don't know. We should be <laughs> looking into new extra servers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, um, oh shit. So before, oh, let me just. It, does it sound like I'm doing stuff on the computer? Before I begin, first things first, Ben. Do you have any flu-like symptoms, or have you traveled outside the country in the past 14 days, or come into any contact with anyone who has? Not that I know of. Not that you know of. That's good enough <laughs> no. for me. No, I don't. Good enough for me. <laughs> Just addressing the elephant in the room, course, the global yeah, pandemic, yeah. you know. Haven't podcasted in years, got to bring everyone up to date. Currently, global pandemic. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so how's it going for you? <laughs> how's the pandemic been treating you, uh, Ben? Yeah, it's been all right. Like, I mean, every day is a journey. I'm trying to read more. That's my big goal. Ah, oh, that's great. Self improvement. We uh, yeah. we can all relate to that. Yeah, I'm of trying course. to get try to get in shape. That's my thing. Yeah, yeah doing. Hey, something. that's that's a big challenge too. Oh, it's so do you hard. YouTube thing? Do you watch? Do you go on YouTube and watch? Yeah, them? YouTube. So it started with uh, I just started doing the yoga with Adrienne. She's nice. She's a nice lady. What's your last name? Uh, what is her last name? Okay, it comes yeah. up <laughs> if you search her. Yoga with you know, Adrian like Mischler. Maybe that is the person that I also um, was uh, trying to do their work at as well. I don't know. I'll search. I'll search it up later. But yeah, I'm sure search it up. Search. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Mischler, and she has a dog Benji. It's very popular. Uh, very popular yoga account. She does like 30 day stints of something so you can jump on and do like 30 days in a row and that's what really gets you going once you do it a bunch of days in a row and you get it into your routine yeah lock it in just lock it into your routine and then you don't have to worry about it once it's in your routine becomes a habit 
you like, you like it. It's great. Then you just do it. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a mat? That's the one problem I yeah. have. I don't have a mat right now. Ben, so, buddy, I got two mats. <laughs> you got two mats. Yeah, one mat. It wasn't enough for me. It was my knees were like, we need a thicker mat. So I got a thick yeah. mat, and then I put my regular yoga mat on top of the thick mat, and it's just there's no problem. Wow. That's no problem. It's almost like you're not even working out. Though. It's like working out on a cloud, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> very uh yeah working out on the cloud that's what we're all pretty much doing at every moment of our lives now yeah so i'm working out but you're reading so have you been crushing books what's your goal how many books this year have you read what's your favorite book? uh well this year 2021 i think i've only read one book <laughs> oh, we're two. very early we should mention yeah I, into 2021 yeah. I started reading the Stephen King book about writing, and it was really good. I like it. On Talk writing. The King. Yeah, on writing. And he doesn't mince words, right? He's like, if you're not, if you're not reading 100 books a year, get, get out of my sight. Put this yeah, book down right now. Or like, I didn't even get past that part because I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I am not. And I don't yeah, want to get yelled at by Stephen King from 1975 or whatever. Like you should be re- re- reading books on the ferry. You should be reading books <laughs> yeah. in line at the bank. Like he's ve- that's what he says. In yeah, it. Like, every everywhere, all the time, yeah. consuming uh, literature. And I guess that's sort of what you're trying to get to. So what what book? Di- uh, so on writing. So are you also are you also committing words to paper? Is that part of your part of your journey uh, as well with with reading as well? Yeah. I was trying to, uh, I, I don't know. I always, like, try to write, like, uh, like a fictional fictional st- stories, and I don't think I've ever finished one. So I'm trying to work on finishing a fictional story. I don't know if, if it's going to be long or short, but, yeah, that's what I'm working on, too. That's exciting. So. That's exciting when you get back into the groove of it. I think that was my thing, too. I haven't tried to write anything in... Uh, long time but back when i did write i think that was my thing too you just start you'd write write a budge and then you just like maybe walk away from it and never look at it again or you know yeah work on it for a while and be like oh what's gonna happen next i don't know because i'll never go back to it again so exactly until you start the next thing it's just like you need to i need to uh, i think you need to have a better uh arc or whatever when you have those post-it notes on the wall it yeah, needs to go all the way from the start to the finish <laughs> next time yeah but that's also good like to... just like try to figure out like well when i was reading his book it's like how much do you have to plan like can you just like go into <laughs> it and just have nothing <laughs> yeah i think that there's lots of different ways to do it but uh, either yeah you go with go with the flow and just let the story tell itself as you write it like some yeah. people do that and then some people are like you have to christopher nolan it with a bunch of cute yeah. cards that you like move around in space visual space to have an idea yeah. of like the different arcs that you're telling and that's that's cool too like the different techniques of doing it is is all very interesting to me what's I your like your method is that, just like, a free flow uh, go right uh, pardon? Your um your writing method, you just sit down and start writing. Yeah, but I guess like I I have like some idea where things may go. So that yeah, it's not like I totally don't know. Yeah, so you've idea. ruminated on on an arc. Yeah, and then you start to you start to flesh it out. Yeah, like I know where I want to go, but I don't know. 
how to get there, I guess. You know? <laughs> but that's the exciting part of writing, right? I know. I just wondered, like, I wonder if, um, I wonder if, like, the author of, like, some of the famous, like, fairy tales, like, like, Goldilocks, like, what if they, what if they didn't know the ending? <laughs> they had no idea what that was going to happen. They're halfway through, like, Goldilocks is absolutely fucking up this bear's shit. What is going to happen? Yeah. What if they, yeah, what if they like, were just, like, stuck in a block after, like, she tries all the porridges and stuff? They had no idea what they are going to do next. <laughs> well, thank, <laughs> thank God that they worked through the block. Yeah, I'm glad, too. What I, does happen then? Does she get eaten, or does I she think, run over? You know what? That's unconfirmed. I think, like, in the original, she probably gets eaten, and then in, like, yeah. the, the whitewashed kids version... Was that the Grimm? Those Grimm, those brothers Grimm, they they didn't oh. mince words. No, and it always ends up with someone getting eaten. That's what always happens with those guys. Yeah. No, I guess I it's swear. not. It's from Britain. And there's three oh. versions that exist. Ah, uh, wow. <laughs> three different endings? So yeah, like yeah three there's three different, different versions. That's what the Wikipedia says. And it starts with an old lady is one of them instead of a kid, oh, I guess. Oh, wow. And it's the old lady, and it's the same with the chairs and the porridge and beds. She breaks all the chairs, then she tries all the porridge. Does she break all the chairs? Yeah, she, she sits. Just, she just okay. like sits in them or whatever. I don't know what she, yeah. if that's too bad for bears. But and one's just right. Yeah, that's what it always ends up. Yeah, there's one okay. that's not good, or one that's too hot, one too cold, one that's just right. Man, I really gotta pick up that book. <laughs> Put it on reserve at your local library. Maybe I'll start writing fairy tales. I, I think fairy tales is actually a huge business nowadays. We could, if you, you know, if you hit with a, a new fairy tale, because yeah, the market for fairy tales is like, oof, it's just re reproductions. Yeah, I don't know why everyone's not doing it. Buddy, I think you just... I'm not going to post this part of the podcast yeah, just for you and me. This is just... This, this, is, or this, goes, this part goes behind the paywall. This is part of our yeah. course, three-part series yeah. <laughs> on yeah, how to make, make money. Sure the first thing, <laughs> develop a new fairy tale. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I, man, I, yeah, I love that. I don't know what mine would be about. I think it'd be called, like, The Boy in the Field or something like that. Uh, he's got to learn a lesson. Oh, he's gonna get—he's gonna get messed up with something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just walks around. That'd be amazing. I'm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we'll put a pin in I this. Agree. You start working on it, and we will check back uh, with an update for all our listeners on a future episode. Yes, I do know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe set you at the boy of the field because I do not want. <laughs> Anybody to steal that one I'll beep that part. I'll bleep that part out so listeners have no idea what we're talking about. But listeners should have an idea of who we're talking with. And that is Benjamin Daniel Stagger at Ben with four N's ST on Twitter and presumably other social medias, similar handles. Mm -hmm. Similar yeah, handles. I, Just Google it. <laughs> yeah. I like. I originally had my full name as a handle once on Twitter. Like, I think it's Ben Stagger. But then I wanted to become a plumber for a bit. So I was like, oh, I don't want people to be able to search up my name. So I made it 
I made it B-E-N-N-N-N-S-T. I thought that would be like kind of, you yeah, know, not that's random enough. saying who I am. And now I don't want to be a plumber anymore. <laughs> and like some kid in like Idaho or no, maybe he's like in California or something. It has the Ben Stagger handle. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Is that really bird your chaps because you could have had it? Yeah, I could have had it on multiple platforms. I don't have it on Instagram. I don't have it on Twitter, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking at Ben St- at Ben Stagger uh, from Shaker Heights, Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. He joined in October 2011, so that's like that's been a while. Like he's been on it for a while, so that was pretty early. No, okay. Well, I'm thinking more of the guy who's who's uh, who has it on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Yeah. Sorry. That guy probably a California dude. Because at one point I was Ben D. Stagger on uh, Twitter, and I don't know what I was on Instagram. Maybe I was just Ben D. Stagger on that, too. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, someone has the real Ben Stagger handle. They have Ben that, and yeah, Bendy. Be- they have Bendy Stagger and Ben Stagger. Wow. That's tough. Yeah, I you know, I had to add the W in my name for unfortunate reasons. Damn. Um, so yeah, I'm. I like. I don't. I don't even want to be Stephen W. Skinner, but I like the W. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Well, yeah. I just have it because that is my actual middle name, William. So it's the you know, you got to put that part like out there. Yeah. But if you go- just Google uh, Stephen Skinner, just <laughs> regular, you'll find the tragic backstory uh, about the oh. other Stephen Skinner who's currently serving time in prison for murder in canada yeah he was uh yeah he escaped uh to south america and he was uh caught in brazil (laughs) and extradited and he was tried of the murder of stacy adams rest in peace from out there in halifax and yeah currently in prison with ties to different crime syndicates and stuff oh is he in like the the prison in Kingston? Uh, I'm not sure which one. I think maybe... A... Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he probably is at the prison in Kingston. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. Well, you guys... You ever think about going up there and just, you know, giving me a call? I have later? thought about sending <laughs> something to, like, the victim's mother. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Feel super me. bad about it. I really want to, like, raise money and, like, make a donation in their name or something uh, and, like, uh... send a card to the mom. And, like, because I, it's, like, it sucks so much being having this name of this guy. Yeah, but, wow. So, anyways, yeah. fun little tangent. Yeah. You learn something new every day. That's amazing. And Stephen King would hate that I said you learn something new every day because you say that's <laughs> so cliche. He would? Oh, man, you're not following his his advice, <laughs> his road advice. Uh, just being a hack right now. Man, man you're never going to write thousands and thousands and thousands of pages <laughs> for one story. Or, yes, you will, Ben. I believe in you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Need the father. Your, um, yeah, your, your uh, fairy tale is going to blow him away. I hope so. I hope he doesn't start writing. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's not the competition that we need right now. Yeah, no, we do not. We need to, 
We need, yeah, we need writers. He needs to support me. That guy really needs to support me. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> get on it. Steven, he's listening on a radio somewhere in Maine. <laughs> he gets podcasts broadcast into his radio, so he just turns the dial and it goes to different podcasts. Yeah, exactly. I know how he works. Actually, I, that'd be I pretty cool. Know, <laughs> I know, King. All right, so we should tell... Your story, Ben. We gotta tell yeah. your story. We gotta let everyone know your story. This is the WTF part. Where are you from? Who are your guys? What's your tale? We know okay. where you are now. You currently live in a hype house, right? Yeah, you live I in a TikTok in a hype house with other major uh, influencers and personalities. Yeah, my other major influencers were all racking in hundreds of views on TikTok. Insane, like, stuff, we guys. We are not breaking thousands at all, but we collectively are each getting hundreds of views. The views. Insane. Yeah. So that's where you are now, but yeah. how did you get there? Let's bring well, it back. Let's bring Waterloo, it back. Kitchener-Waterloo, Ontario. Kitchener-Waterloo, home of the Kitchener Memorial Auditorium. Go Kitchener Rangers. Ooh. Right? Waterloo Siskins is our junior B team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A little deeper cut. <laughs> yeah. B-side. So the KW area, KW region, it's a um, popular region in southern Ontario. What's yeah. it known mostly for? Is it the tech boom? kind of now it's like i think it's split well before i think it was known for kitchener waterloo oktoberfest oh but, yes yeah, yes but now it is more and more all about the tech boom and the fact that they got their own little monorail they have a monorail yeah well i guess like a streetcar kind of but they <laughs> it's call an it, elevated streetcar yeah it's called like light rail transit that's what it's called. All right. So some light rail. Yeah, it's cool. Everyone, yeah. So go, that's go. pretty neat. So you've ridden, you obviously have taken a stroll onto the old monorail. Man, I haven't yet. I've just <gasps> seen it. I've just peered at it. You've just gazed yeah. upon its beauty. You've never yeah. experienced it for yourself, huh? I, I want to ride on it at some point. It looks, I swear, the, it looks very, very familiar. I feel like the guys at Bombardier had uh -oh. something to do with it. <laughs> Someone snuck out some, <laughs> someone snuck some blueprints out the back door out to Kitchener yeah, Waterloo. I don't, I don't want Kitchener to get in trouble for like any sort of. Uh, no, it's definitely pleasure. some sort of backdoor deal. You know, all those tech people—they're all like rubbing elbows with the, the certain investors, the capital investors, and uh, someone happens to leave plans for a monorail in their trunk. At the, after yeah. the Oktoberfest, and they just yeah. ooh, they just happened to leave those plans here. And then the next thing you know, next thing you, you know, a few years later, you see a choo chewing down uh, King Street. It's steam powered. Few, steam yeah, a few Oktoberfest later, you're having your uh, whatever smoked nuts uh, and yeah. beer uh, and meats, and just enjoying the monorail. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm very proud of my little town, my little two towns. <laughs> really it's made it. Put on the map. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, I thought I was going to bankrupt the city like the Simpsons foretold. <laughs> thought yeah. that was about Kitchener Waterloo, but it hasn't happened yet. So. Well, Simpsons predicted it. Simpsons. 
Yeah. They always love doing that stuff. <laughs> How do they do it, <laughs> folks? Pardon? How do they do it? I don't know. They got some. They got someone on the inside of tech. I can only assume doing some <laughs> that I don't even They got some uh, tenant level stuff. They're sending jokes backwards yeah. through time to The Simpsons. True. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm gonna be going down Kitchener Waterloo, and the train's gonna be moving backwards. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> well, that's great. So from Kitchener Waterloo, uh, then where did you go? Where did you explode out of? from on the scene to to big city well, in the year in the year 2012 i moved to toronto in with my brother and his girlfriend i attended the humber comedy program from 2012 Ooh. to 2014 legendary humber comedy program comedy program i believe uh, that other friends of the show have attended this program and my friend matt Cowell attended the program in an illustrious year with oh. other notable people such as Tim Gilbert and Nathan Fielder. Oh. Quite a year. Yeah, that's a huge year. Yeah. Well, I did too. You know, 2014. That's the day. Legendary. Another legendary class. Who was? Uh, who were some other notables from your cl- uh, Humber class? Got, They're got still Sam doing Burns. Good friend of mine, Sam Burns. Sammy Burns, he's uh, been mentioned on the pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. He's funny. Did it? I like to bring up the time that he did a video of like waking. Was it you or one of the people who he woke up with like opera friend? <laughs> yep, he woke up me and my roommate. Tanner. Wow, that's some classic <laughs> hype house shit, right? <laughs> he has a guy that. He has a guy that like. Uh, he works at like a deli and. Uh, there's a guy that is worked at a deli who's also like trained to be an opera singer. I think he paid him like fifty dollars to come do that. Oh. Yeah, I mean you'd have to pay him some amount of money. It was like what five a.m. or something. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused when that happened because I thought it was Sam singing, but then right because the he does he sings him. a lot and he's pretty good. So, but that guy was yeah, like was... belting it. <laughs> that guy was like yeah. next level volume. I was so confused. Like, the first thing I said after it was over, I was like, did you learn Italian? Like, I was very <laughs> confused. Because that was the big thing that stuck out to me. Because I think it was in Italian. I was like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, it was legit opera. It was great. Um, I don't know if that clip is online somewhere. but uh... It's online. Sam Burns, B-U-R-N-S. Uh, I don't know. His, yeah, he changes. Proper. It's like Sammy Sammy Baby. Uh, on some, yeah. on, I don't know what all of his things are. But... Uh, Try to find a uniform thing. You'll be able to find him. He's got glasses. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a handsome man. Um, I've I saw him. I met him. He opened for Nick Flanagan in town in Hamilton, uh, a couple years ago on his like return. I guess he had taken a break from stand up. Then he got back into it. Did that show, and I met him. And he was nice. Very, and he was very nice. Yeah. So everyone, check out Sam Burns, another member of your hype house. <laughs> yeah. Sammy, and then. So our people that are my little year, Caitlin Langelier. Oh, hell yeah. Writer and comedian. That's right, I think. Yeah. This guy named Tex that I think is really funny. Yeah, you know. It's a good group. You got a good crew. You got a good crew. Yeah. And um, so you were in another little crew 
Is it the make them laughs? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was in, uh, and you know, you never know when they might show up again. We might have some new things. We haven't to seen say, the, uh, you're saying we haven't seen the make them last. We haven't seen the last of them. We haven't. Make me laugh. The, the, the make me laughs. Yeah, Toronto make me laugh. Toronto so make me laugh. Thank you. I hadn't. I kept messing up the name. I couldn't get it. Other stuff kept coming up when I tried to search. I was like, I just have this wrong. But yeah, thank yeah. you. The Toronto make me laugh. Make me laugh. Uh, maybe maybe there's a Facebook page of us. <laughs> maybe you can find us on YouTube. You never know. But uh, yeah, check we the show notes for a clip. Specializing Canadian political song parodies, and I swear to God. If we had the licensing rights, we would have been on TV. <laughs> That's the one thing that kept you <laughs> kept you down. If we had someone arranging the music, but we were using karaoke tracks off of YouTube. Ah, oh. man. See, that's hire. that's the thing with um that's changed the game for TikTok, right? Having the sound clips available yeah. in the app that is what's people want to their clips to be used like it's just sort of completely changed the game as opposed to having to use like royalty free <laughs> chill beats or whatever uh so that's um so we should do a quick uh tangent into tiktok you're on tiktok you're making tiktoks i uh i'm thinking about making a tiktok video maybe i'll do a a duet maybe i'll duet you uh for my duet <laughs> We got to do it. I'll stitch. Do you ever do those ask a question, ask a very simple question and hope that everyone stitches you? I'll, yeah, I'll stitch I, one I of did, those. I tried doing that yesterday where I was like, I was like, tell me, tell me you're scared of the novel you're reading without telling me you're scared of the novel. Okay. Yeah. A very and popular then, format of that kind of question. I looked at my novel, A Pet Cemetery, and I yelled, and then I fell on the ground. And so far, <laughs> nobody stitched it, but we got 18 likes, and boy, does that feel good. Oh, hell yeah. So that's that dopamine receptor just <laughs> receiving each one of those likes as a little uptick. <laughs> Thank you, dopamine receptor. Powers me. Yeah, and it's worth it, right? Like, that makes you make the next one. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I'll definitely be getting on there. I'll be... I'll be learning and creating. I'm going to become a TikTok creator. Eventually, we're all going to have over a thousand followers. We're all going to start going live. Uh, Whatever we can, we'll show up in each each other's TikToks. We'll do different dances. Um, You ever do dances? I don't think I've seen you do any dances on there. Yeah, I've done a few actually. Yeah, every once in a while, there's a new dance trend, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) I think I can do that for sure. uh, Yeah, a lot of the dances. Or I what's a, I wouldn't even consider dances sort of sort of like gentle movements, sort of like it's more like a tai chi or something like a little arm circle like raise your hand up, put your hand down. Yeah, that's a dance if you groove it's with so it. Cool that it's like that's the one thing I find like cool about like it, literally a new dance style has been made because of TikTok. Or maybe I'm getting my facts straight, or facts wrong, but I think that would be true to say. Definitely, yeah, hundred percent. It's even like dance styles. It's and it, the it's like the yeah. the hyper niche 
aspect of the internet and social media has sort of like they've taken it to the next level where it's like I now know. everyone is like oh i need to be niche 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 so it's not just like i'm a coffee person i'm like i'm a coffee person who climbs a mountain <laughs> and yeah. like uses bark from a tree to light a fire to boil the water in my kettle and yeah. pour over only <laughs> my chemex <laughs> like oh that's, that's how specific you have to be and you have to do that a lot <laughs> And that still might only get 28 likes. It might only get 28 likes. <laughs> it might only get 28 likes. Don't let it flop. TikTok lets it flop half the time or more. I know. Well, it depends if you get that uh, the pesky algorithm. I could go on for days about that. Buddy, you need to hit that FPV at 11 plus percent conversion rate. And yeah. you're, you're golden. Yeah. I'm well, like, hey. I'm looking at these metrics, and that's that's what I heard. You need FPV at 11% or more. Okay. Do you know what that is? <laughs> What's that range per... Follow page? per viewer or something. Follow per Follow view. viewer. Yeah, okay. so like when they when they view your video, are they following you to see what comes next? <laughs> I The thing that I recently am having a dilemma, well, dilemma with on TikTok I did TikTok blew up like a couple of days ago, and uh, it's a video of one of my friends. We like is from a few summers ago. We went to Niagara uh -huh. Falls, and we got a hotel. And the balcony of the hotel was attached to the patio. <laughs> I did see this. Yeah. So. Yeah, so my friend was singing a song by Bastille. <laughs> if you close your eyes, hey -o, yeah. Hey -o. So yeah, so it's, it's gone really well. I've gotten some new falls from it, but I also kind of feel bad and misleading because the guy in the video ain't me. The guy <clears throat> in the video is my friend Noah Maloney, and uh, I just right. I just the camera guy. Did you tag Noah Maloney in the? In the comments, has he got a TikTok? Yeah, I think people have asked too. Yeah, he knows about it. He knows about it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's all above board. It's you took I the know, video. I, you have the I right. Feel like I you captured the moment that went viral, right? That's the thing. Yeah. Without I you missed... whipping out your phone and being like this awkward pan from your party over to the yeah, Ruby yeah. Tuesday's table of elderly people trying to have their dinner. And a kid. <laughs> and a kid. And yeah, a it's kid. like the grandparents and a kid trying to have yeah. a, a nice dinner in Niagara Falls at Ruby Tuesday's. And there is a hotel balcony <laughs> right yeah. in the restaurant somehow. I was uh, very, yeah, I, when I was searching up Ruby Tuesday's, I always thought it was called Ruby Tuesdays, but then if you search it up, one of the Mandela Effect things, apparently it's called Ruby Tuesday, no S. Can you believe that? Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> to that. How? Yeah. Yeah. So Search is it, it the song and the song and the store is Ruby Tuesday? Or just the is, it? is the store one and the song is the other one? Awesome. I think that they might both be Ruby Tuesday. No. Yeah, I, I think they're probably the no S. And it's, yeah, Rolling Stones, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Tuesday. I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday for the Rolling Stones. I love it on podcasts when people are looking stuff up and you can kind of tell. It's like my favorite yeah. thing. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. You're like, when you have two people, like a, another host, they can sort of cover as the other person scrolls. But when, yeah. when it's like, and when both people, the guest and the host are both both scrolling, that is the real. 
That is that's like my some of my favorite podcast content. And if they just there don't be a whole, don't <laughs> acknowledge it. There could be a whole podcast on that. She looking up things. Podcast. Can you hear that? Can I hear it? No, I couldn't hear that. What were you what, what was going on there? Yesterday, no, there's like, a music playing, but you can't hear the music. It's Man, it's so weird how like our laptops or whatever well, or computers they try to like when you're talking to someone else over Skype, they try to like somehow they're able to make the noise coming out of a computer not go toward the other person on the other end listening in the conversation, if that makes any sense at all. Yes. But I have it set up so that I want those sounds to come through. Yeah. Well, I, I ain't hearing them for some reason. You didn't hear it, but that was through that was through one. Uh, I think I might have just had the volume down. Uh, the levels, Ben. See, this is the first time back. All my equipment is all dusty. Yeah. The microphone, I had to like untangle all the cables. The Zoom, I had to make sure that the batteries were good. Like we're down to one bar on the battery <laughs> on the Zoom. That's scary. You're at a <clears throat> scary place. Right I've now. done, Ben, I've done podcasts where it's been flashing for the last, like the battery thing has been flashing for like the last 20 oh. minutes of the podcast. And if you don't, if you don't like stop it before the battery dies, it can, you can lose the file. Oh my God. <laughs> so I think we're about to be playing that game, Ben, but we're. Is there a way to like plug it in? Mm, yeah, but I don't. Have, yes, there is, but I do not have the uh, adapter. Uh, who needs it? Well, obviously, I need it, Ben. This is a good yeah, point. I'm gonna make a note to get that adapter and plug in my dang Zoom. Don't worry about the batteries. You might as well. Ben, we're coming. We're covering great stuff here. So now, oh, we can. You're Ben with four N's St on TikTok too, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Keep it brand. <laughs> That's keep right. It brand. brand awareness. Uh, you got to have that continuity. Same uh, picture. Same vibe. Right. Definitely same vibe. Gotta keep the vibe. <laughs> got a huge vibe check. So what are your? Okay. So now we're getting into your your whole deal. What are your four pillars? I know a couple of them. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is huge. Yeah. My pretty much comes down to this. Tim Hortons is a pillar. Kitchener Waterloo is another pillar. <laughs> yep. Celiac disease is my third pillar. And other than that, God Celiac knows. disease. I really wanted to drop that bomb, but I guess I shouldn't have queued you up for the four pillars. Celiac disease. This is huge. You don't mess with gluten. Gluten messes with you. No. You. It does. Uh, yeah, so I am familiar with this. My mother has it. Shout out to Diane and Whoa. the celiac crew. And my brother, ha he avoids it. He has a sensitivity. Wow. Now, I th I've taken the test. It came back negative. But I Amazing. think I have still a little bit of sensitivity because beer, I don't. I never was able to, like, feel good after drinking a beer. <laughs> so I don't know if that has anything wow. to do with it um, or not. But... Uh, I usually, I'm fine now. I eat pasta and everything sort of on a pretty regular basis. 
but did have a little bit of a brush with it. So, and wow, I should mention yeah. that my wife, who has recently given birth to our baby 10 months ago, it has been off of it for over 18 months now. So, she's been dairy How, free, dairy free and gluten free, my dude. Wow. She's really going for it. She went for it. Yeah, it's like vega, like vegan borderline other than she eats meat. <laughs> so now like if you guys are making a meal together, like if you're making pasta, yeah. Do you just eat the same pasta or do you make a different pasta as well? Uh yeah, sometimes I'll make a, a separate pot of mm. pasta, but sometimes I'll just have the gluten-free pasta. Depends on what we're having some of the gluten-free pasta as you may or may not know is good is better than others some of yeah. it sort of holds sauce better or not and that sometimes that's a key thing like if the pasta doesn't hold any sauce you're just like slurping up noodles and then like having a spoonful of sauce it's not a really great experience yeah, so yeah and, and sometimes they're like mushier it falls apart there's a lot of issues <laughs> with nice gluten gluten really does its work gluten really does the work in it is, the it is food very it's a key yeah, player. Really, having celiac disease makes me appreciate the magic of gluten, how it holds things together. Nothing it doesn't nothing gets held together quite like gluten. Like, you know, it's yeah. crazy. But tell it's that crazy. to the what is it, the villi villi in your stomach or whatever that it reacts poorly with? Oh yeah. There, there's pictures well, I think it's intestine. These little guys that just get it very hurts if I ever eat it. So yeah. I got to look out for my buddies, man. Yeah, that sucks. So let's tell it. What is your celiac story? How do you, when did you get your diagnosis? Were you just like, oh man, I just hate my life eating and it just yeah. feels terrible all the time. And the doctor's like, oh, well, maybe you have celiac. My brother, Chris, he was having some stomach issues and uh, the family doctor was like, okay, I got to get you tested for celiac disease. And while we're at it, we're going to test your whole family. So each one of us got tested for celiac disease. We got the blood test. And I was the only one that came out positive. And this was in the year 2004. So then after I got the little blood test, they were then like, all right, let's take you to the next level. I got my little biopsy. And that came back positive too. So now I, um, I'm celiac. Yeah, locked in. 2004, big year. 2004, yeah, that was a good. That was a good year. Yeah, that's. I remember back then, me and my mom would drive to Cambridge, a factory in Cambridge. That's where we could get some gluten-free waffles back then. Nice. Couldn't find them everywhere. Yeah, that was just the start. That was just the beginning of it being like you have to go to specialty stores or I don't even know, yeah. um, all kinds of where you get that kind of stuff. Um, I think, yeah, my mom sort of got her diagnosis sort of around that same time or even like it was late for her, like <laughs> in her life. Like that's, to me, it's insane. Like how do you go your whole life yeah, into long... your like forties or whatever and late forties and then get it figured out? Is she feeling better now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, change it up. Be like, oh, that was, cause it was like, she went to the hospital for like a couple of weeks and it looked really bad. And then they're like, oh, it's MSG. Oh, they're like, wow. they said it was MSG, like from Chinese food or whatever. And it was not that, <laughs> but, uh, they figured it out after 
that that oh, it was Sierra. Everyone was against MSG back then. Holy I think that oh. was a thing. Maybe like the guy was watching 60, 60 Minutes the night before. Mom comes in. He's like, oh, it's freaking MSG again. MSG. MSG. Anyway. Such a huge thing. MSG, then trans fats. Yeah, MSG. <laughs> yeah, and now gluten-free. So we're all gluten-free. What are your go-to if uh, for all the gluten-free listeners – what are your must-haves? What are your shout-outs uh, for brands or what oh, are your yeah, life hacks? Brands going. Again, um, I tell people this all the time, and this is the one thing about gluten-free. If you're looking for a reliable pasta, you got to go with Catelli Smart Gluten-Free Pasta. That's correct. It's a blend. That's what we it's use in blend. our house. We've gone through a lot of different ones, but that Catelli Smart uh, Gluten-Free Pasta just does it holds together yeah, uh pretty good it does the job and it, and that's the big thing people don't always realize you gotta have a blend of flour you can't just have rice flour yes you can't just have corn flour mm-hmm. you can't have rice corn quinoa and something else is in there that yeah baby decent the blend. so catelli smart's huge for me um do we know what their blend is do we i think it's corn do they say i think it's Corn, potato, rice, and quinoa. I swear oh, that four pillars <laughs> of blend yeah, of flour. Problems. That's great. My dad. Um, I mean, ever since my mom's been diagnosed, my dad's like, you know, changed cooking as he was the, the cook in the house. So he, yeah. he used to like bake a ton of bread, like with a bread machine, and he's been trying to find like the good, uh, the good flour to use to like make wow. bread in the bread machine. So he was trying all these different blends, and I think for years or whatever, and he finally found one and i think it might be in like a bakery or kitchen or waterloo or something someplace out wow. in the middle of nowhere that he goes and he gets like a bunch of it and then he just uses that one specific blend now and yeah it's the same thing it's like a blend of like corn and i don't know what else like millet and quinoa maybe you gotta drop a name of that place. i gotta yeah i should have i should have checked with my dad before but i'll have it in the show notes <laughs> so yeah, check it out Hey, you might even get a sponsorship out of that. Or maybe they don't want you to know. Maybe it that's could it. be, yeah, hyper, highly sensitive information. Yeah. They're trying to, trying to secret um, guard. I think we use the, for bread, we have the Little House Bakery or something like that. Oh, With yes. millet and millet and chia flour. Mm, yeah, I've had the, that. Yeah. It, those, uh, like those little, they're little slices of bread, but they're, they're good. They're fine. Yeah. I, I, I sometimes get that. I sometimes you go with the glutino every once in a while. Glutino! I, yeah. Sometimes go with the Odos. Sometimes even go with the, the new the new kid on the block that's making waves in the celiac communities. Life's it good. has even gained lots of sponsored ads about it when it was first coming out. Promise. Promise? Odo. Yeah, it's called Promise Bakery. It's in Sobeys. It's in Freshco's. So um, it's pretty good. I gotta check this out. Promise. Yeah, that's good. I'm writing it down. I was, I was getting a lot of sponsored ads at one point. <laughs> As I, are you like uh, ordering your gluten-free stuff online, or just do you have a Google uh, alert for <laughs> gluten product updates, gluten-free updates? Man, one thing I was like, I I never order gluten-free products online. I always just like go to the grocery store. But one thing I was ask because i'm part of a couple gluten-free facebook groups or celiac facebook groups and i was asking today because i have found out through my facebook groups that in the united states 
there is a craft dinner made with gluten-free pasta. So I was asking today on the Canadian Celiac Association Facebook group whether or not anyone has tried ordering it from the United States. And everyone was like, no, we haven't. So I kind of want to see if I can order a box from the United States just to try it out. Buddy, this is huge. And also, this sounds like a great TikTok. Like, first yeah. first part is you, wow. you know, explaining one of your pillars is celiac. I'm a celiac producer from yeah. Canada, and we don't have this celiac craft dinner i'm gonna order it first part is ordering it follow for part two that is (laughs) such an amazing idea oh my god everybody if you're listening that's probably live by now so go hit that follow share and find out what it tastes like and if you're an american listener who has access to this go out to the store right now and get some and hit us up and let us know what it tastes like yeah do you like craft dinner but like I had it? it two days ago. Yeah, it was nice. sort of a staple of mine growing up, you know. And now I sort of always just have it on hand for those lunches where I'm just like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> I don't want to make anything. It's like, uh, it's you know, I'm hungry but not starving, and it's just like easy. It literally takes ten minutes, <laughs> you know, yeah. like including eating yeah. and cleanup. <laughs> yeah, you got the pot going, and then one thing leads to another, and you. You're feeling good. Yeah, I mean, I've got a. At this point, it's like a system and a science, and I make it really, I make it really well for how I like it. <laughs> and like my wife, she can never recreate the consistency. Like, she's not eating it now, but like uh, when we used to make it, she'd be like, "Can you just make it for me?" Because <laughs> like, yeah, there's something about the exact right amount of splash of milk, <laughs> splash of butter. Something about it. Do you put anything on it? Like I'm very curious. my uh, my wife got really into putting the fresh grated cheese on top of it, and that is oh. a decadent touch. I can't do that all the time. I think it just makes it a little bit too heavy <laughs> for something. Like yeah, for I'm sure. just when I'm when I want craft dinner, I just want like a light sort of lunch. Yeah. But my a new my new new craft dinner hack is red pepper flakes. Red pepper flakes, buddy. Nice. A few pepper flakes. You just just a little little sprinkle. And when you get that little f- bite, you're like, oh, that's that flavor that was missing from wow. the craft dinner. Yeah, I really, I really got to order a box of this stuff. <laughs> you got to order a box. I, I, I imagine I'm going to be paid sub insane. You price. should order a case. <laughs> it's not worth it to yeah, order a box, right? Like maybe, or <laughs> I don't know what the, what the metrics is. The case might be too much for shipping. Yeah. Or maybe you qualify for Amazon Prime shipping if you spend enough for a case. There's a lot of stuff to be worked out, Ben. Yeah, I really got to search this up. But uh, logistics. I available. also asked in my celiac group, I was like, is this illegal? Can I go to jail for doing this? For carrying non-celiac or like products no it's just like no no for like for like bringing it across the u.s border no because you're paying you'll pay a f- you'll pay an import fee right like you'll pay a, a tax for bringing that in well i and that covers it yeah true okay well it looks like everything i'm doing is by the book <laughs> but i am i have to do this because if i don't do it i'll never know you'll never so. know and you know what we can't live with that, those kind of regrets in 2021, Ben. Yeah, I will. I will. I will be kicking myself for years and years. Well, no, you won't, because you are going to find out what it tastes like, yes, and you're going to let us you. know. I want to know. Just, is it just they have the only the original? Because you know, Kraft Dinner now has like a a myriad of assortments of 
styles and yeah they just have the original so it's yeah what what do you just stick with the original yeah original is go-to um sometimes we'll dip my wife is a spirals kind of gal uh i enjoy the cream the extra creamy one for some reason it's a different noodle i think also in the extra creamy one it's like a thick it's like a wider circle wider hole noodle <laughs> like a bigger grade cool. noodle i think uh which also helps more like sauce get on it uh and i think wow. you add a little bit more milk makes it creamier it yeah it's a little bit of different it's just like a, it just switches it up a little in case you're getting bored of the straight up original wow well i i'm gonna have to even get used to the original before i get bored of it so I, would you I, be not... a what i'm wondering ben is would you be able to take your like your favorite Catelli Smart gluten free noodle, for yeah. example, and just like get the Kraft Dinner powder. See, that's another thing that these people were recommending to me. They said they were like, "Yeah, you could just buy a Kraft <laughs> Dinner shaker, apparently." A what? And make it yourself. Yeah, a shaker like filled sell. with the powder. Yeah. What? <laughs> Are people yeah, just like, using this as like a condiment, like on top of their pizza or something? Yeah, you can put it on anything, I guess. I put that shit on everything. Yeah, well, you're looking at a huge lawsuit of craft searches and that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I might try that way. I might make. You uh should. Yeah, get some for, for the fam, and we can try the gluten free, gluten free craft dinner here. You gotta. I, I mean, it wouldn't I really, be it wouldn't be official, official. Not like what you're doing. Yeah, I know. But it wouldn't be the real. Because I wonder if the I wonder if they change the powder at all. That's true. I feel like some people will be like, oh, it's not the same as like in the little packet. Yeah. Like, so do you just take a regular packet from a box and just use gluten free pasta? I, that's that's a that's another interesting thing because i feel like my buddies on my little group would be like don't do <laughs> that's that the move because the package the package touched the wheat noodles and, you know. oh right yeah you think that would cause some cross-contamination i don't know that package is sealed pretty good that metal stuff like that that's so true that would survive like a nuclear explosion i feel like the craft dinner <laughs> packages I think so as well but you know my little buddies would have a problem well, hopefully the little buddies don't get too mad about it. Everyone's just trying to have some KD for lunch. Sprinkle yeah, some well, pepper flakes on it. Know. You never know. Who, uh, you never know. These these guys, these celiac warriors, man. <laughs> That's great that you're a um, a spokesperson for that. You gotta, you know, you gotta have your cause. You gotta speak up for yeah. your, for your people, for your crew, uh, for your little guys uh, out there on your Facebook group. Course. have you ever seen something on that facebook group like scrolling and you're just like holy shit this changes my whole life like a life one of those like what life hack changed your life or whatever but specifically to celiac is it like you found a great product or people are like oh, if you do this oh, man I, nothing sticks out to, oh no okay well the things that stuck out to me is that I found out through that group that this gluten-free craft dinner exists, and I've also <laughs> found out through that group that gluten-free Oreos exist Whoa. in the United States. So these are two things. How come on... the United States is getting these products? We have these same companies. I don't we have know. these same alternate products here. We have a really populace affected me. by celiac disease as well. It really confuses me. And then also in my group, they're all like, 
oh, well, we can't trust these American products because the Canadian labeling laws are better, so maybe they have trace amounts of gluten in the United States. There's laws of politics that go uh, into all uh, of this stuff. These gluten lobbyists. Yep, so I, I don't know. Big gluten is in the pocket of I know. Yeah, I know. our politicians. It's, I know. It is. It you is. know Trudeau's got a freaking stack of those gluten-free Oreos in his pantry. Yeah. That he doesn't yeah, even eat. Yeah. He just has them there. He, yeah, and he doesn't let the rest of the Canadians try them. He, he says he can them. taste He says he can taste the difference. <laughs> but I... He can. Oh, I'm sure he can. God. Is that a lot of your life, like, tasting the difference? <laughs> One thing... I don't know. I like... I... I don't know, because I guess I wouldn't know what the difference is, because I can't even remember what it used to taste Right, like, at this so. point, it's too long ago, Six, yeah, 16, long. 16 or so plus years. That's the whole life of a teenager right now. That's the whole life of a TikTok star. Yeah. Like, that, a, a long ago. That's that's a long time. So I understand you forgot what the, you ago. forgot what gluten, you forgot what it really meant. Yeah. They did, yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's any. I feel like there's no popular TikTok star that has celiac disease. So I would love to be the first. Please, please if you're listening, me dance. Please put me on the algorithm more, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first. He's gonna be big in the. He's gonna be celiac's number one TikTok. I want to make my own celiac based app where you scroll like that celiacs <laughs> just celiacs but it's exactly like tiktok <laughs> yeah same sort of thing but and you should probably do a dating one too like uh you know how the the celebrities have their what their rich people one <laughs> famous I people swear, app only for I dating there, there was uh there was or there is a, a celiac dating site i forget what it's called but if you search it up it exists i believe it because having similar dietary requirements would yeah. be a huge thing like it would be a huge help like you can eat the same thing and it's like normally it's a huge pain if the other person has like a regular quote-unquote diet and the other person yeah. has a special diet but if you have the same diet then that's not even a problem it's just all the rest that's a problem true yeah i yeah, it's true. It's one it, it's one good part of the Venn diagram, but maybe not a key part gluten, for a relationship. Gluten separates families. I'll say that much. <laughs> gluten, yeah, gluten has destroyed <laughs> families. Celiac disease destroys a family. It's tough. Yeah, it is tough to have uh, the different special one diets of the in worst, your comedy. One of the worst diseases of all time. I'll go out and say it. <laughs> <laughs> Going on the record. Happens to be the one that you it's have, but yeah. of all time. <laughs> There's not from a an, single... From a completely objective perspective here. It is a horrible little disease. I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, I'm glad that you've come on to share awareness, and we're all yeah. sharing our uh, awareness with the celiac disease. Now, if you've been affected, listener, by celiac disease, um, maybe let us know. Drop a drop a story in yeah, the comments. Don't... Or um, stitch one of Ben's TikToks about celiac disease. Jeez. And if you try that craft Dinner... Duet, duet Ben uh, on TikTok. Yeah, let's know how it is. Yeah, I would love that. Just, I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to spread the message, right? Trying to get it out there. All right, a few more points here. We are rounding it down. We've almost hit that beautiful hour mark, Ben. We've almost hit that magic hour. 
And we got a few more bullet points on my notes to cover, um, including some short films that you've been recently in. Yes. Let's talk yeah. about them. You can talk about them in whichever order. I There's the one uh, with your Hype House Collective, and there's the one more shorter film with Chris Locke, friend of the show, I believe, that I've seen Oh yeah. On social media that I really liked uh, recently. Bastards with knives. Bastards uh, with knives. A Tarantino esque <laughs> bite yeah, size sati- satire comedy video. Yeah, it was it's a legendary short film. And uh <laughs> yeah, we we and Chris we wanted to make a video together. We met we met up a few times just like thinking of ideas. And then we didn't do anything. But then we were like, back in December, we are like, okay, let's shoot something outside. And then Chris had been watching a lot of Western movies. And then he was like, why don't we do this? I got these two little knives. Why don't we do a little knife <laughs> fight? And then our friend Joel filmed it. And we went to this awesome place in Hyde Park that I guess has Shakespeare in the park usually. Okay. And, uh, we shot there while there's like a bunch of people with dogs all around us while we were stabbing each other. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, the setting is striking. It's a great location. Whoever scouted that, I guess Joel, you said you're the cameraman. Uh, and right. Well, yeah. It's a great spot. I mean, yeah, like Shakespeare would look great there, but also a knife fight to the death. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, me and my, I, me and my friend Conrad, uh, who we made a couple little short films together we made a short film called uncut tims which is an uncut gems tim hortons parody which you can find <laughs> on youtube nice and we made another one called a french anglais birthday where we wrote a script in english then we put in a google translator and then it's french and that was released sometime over the summer and then we shot one more, which should be coming out sometime next month, called Internet 2, where a group of people create a second internet. Whoa! Yep. As alluded to on Silicon Valley. Yeah. This is what it would be like if it really happened. I swear to God, if they, if someone else thinks of that idea after we release our film, <laughs> we are gonna get. Some, if someone else thinks of this idea again, freaking forget it. But that sounds great. Everyone's got to check out those short films, those yeah. uh, up for awards, perhaps in the future. Short films. Oh yeah. YouTube links in the show notes. Got to go check those Thank out. Thank you. Now, I guess we should say, uh, or I should ask, if it's okay if we talk about your writings on Medium. Yeah. Sure, sure. I've been writing these uh, articles on Medium, reflecting on some, uh, you know, crazy times in my life. You know, I, uh, crazy times in my childhood, uh, crazy times, I guess, like a couple years ago, suffering with depression and, I guess, you know trauma and all that shit so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so that's some that's that's some real shit that's some deep writing that's some realness uh posted a little funny too yeah and definitely if you've been listening to ben this whole podcast you get his sort of general vibe i hope if you go check out his tiktok more of the vibe 
get a good dose of the vibe and then read it. You'll be able to hear his voice as you read it. It makes it funnier. Uh, it makes it it makes it good and funny, uh, and you know it sort of cuts some of the heavier stuff, which I'm sure <laughs> took you a while to figure out how to yeah. do, how to tell the story, uh, sort of you know in your own way, and uh, yeah, like trigger warning for sure, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, content warning. I'll put a content yeah. warning on here, but um, there's that. yeah the two stories like the j- jackass story, uh, I am I fucked yeah. for the rest of my life, and then yeah. the other story about your. Uh, maybe you feel this way too is the first right one. <laughs> maybe you feel this way too yeah i should have just had that title there to say uh and so i'll have the links uh, again in the show notes you can read those on your own time and reflect and then send yeah. ben a message <laughs> if it moved you like i did yeah like uh i don't know i was just trying to write what i know so that's, ex- that's you know what stephen king right now we'd stephen be friggin' proud he would i'll just send him that one clip yeah. I'll just send him the one clip and the link That's <laughs> to your story. Blonde, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you guys will be fast friends. Yeah. It can yeah, happen. I hope, I hope the listeners out there enjoy the articles. They uh Yeah, they took me some time to write, but I guess I, so. So how was I, that? I, yeah, what was that process? Like did it was it like cathartic getting it out? Was it yeah, uh, like like at first I don't know, like I guess I yeah, it was cathartic, but then also I just was like, in both of those articles after I released them to the world on Medium and Twitter, I was like, oh, just like for a couple of days, just like, oh, why did I do yeah. that? You yep, know, like it's just burning very, red cheeks. <laughs> yeah, it's like just like very like it's out there. Feeling, I guess. But yeah. For sure. That's like, yeah, it's very on it, very revealing, very personal stuff. Obviously, that's uh, a huge part of your life. And, you're, yeah. you know, it's sharing stuff like that. It takes uh, extreme courage and vulnerability, Ben. Yeah. Hey, why not? Why not do it? Yeah, Life's fuck it. Short, you got that shit. Yeah. Cool. So, again, we, yeah, very good um, st- uh, stories there. Uh, interesting. Hopefully, it, it uh, strikes a chord with someone. Um, and uh, yeah, go check it out. Medium.com for all your Ben Steger writing. Yes, Dude, um, you, they should hire you. Dude, <laughs> they need ad, ads right now. They yeah, I never see revenue. I never see ads for Medium.com even after They're I nice. searched it a bunch for podcast guests who do writing on there. <laughs> um, uh, so that's good. And the final thing. Did you know? So your name is Ben Stagger, not Stager, yeah. not Stager. It's Stagger, yeah. Stagger. Yeah, I don't know. Not Stager, even though you are a Stager, you're a stageman. Yes. So isn't that weird, or is it? Is that normal? Do you have to correct people? What's the percentage of people who say it right versus wrong? I feel like, I feel like it's like, I feel like most people say it right, which is like that's great. They're like, we're going hard G. I don't know why people would not think to pronounce it stager but then every once in a while someone pronounces it stager yeah like stager is the is a word right like it is that is the word that it is but when it's a name i'm pretty sure there's actually like a show called the stagers where it's people staging homes (laughs) and it's not about your family (laughs) no it's not every wild reality show about how celiac disease tears families apart. Tears families apart from the bottom up. All, all, <laughs> pro, all sponsored by gluten. 
Yeah. Hate to tell you, Ben, this podcast is actually sponsored by gluten. <laughs> what a terrible. Like oh, you're I cool said, with it. I, I find I find gluten very. It's a very powerful thing. It is powerful. It binds everything together. You don't know how powerful it is until you don't have it in your life no more. Yep, it's like the Force from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all encompassing. It's amazing. All right, so um, when I was Googling you doing research for this very podcast, yeah, one thing kept coming up when I put in Ben Stagger, uh, Ben Stagger Shooter <laughs> comes up. Have you Whoa, seen this? Oh, there's a shooter? There's a shooter. No, he's like a world-class shooter. I, don't, I guess you don't have um, uh, Google up in front of you, but if you Google Ben Stagger, the first okay. and second, um, uh, whatever, yeah projected or predicted text is ben stagger shooter or ben stagger shooting and if you wow yeah google it it's not even ben stagger not spelled the same right it's stoger like s-t-o-e-g-e-r and ben stoger is an ipse world champion and multiple u.s psa national champion he travels all over the united states and the world shooting matches and teaching classes (laughs) and taking asses (laughs) i added that last part so he'll do live fire and dry fire drills this is amazing. Can, like, take wow, a really Ben. You could no take a shooting class from him. Yeah, I wonder if I get a discount. Benjamin Thomas Stagger. I also didn't know he's that got there was books. I wasn't. I didn't know that there was competitive uh, <laughs> shooting competitions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seems like he's a gold medalist now that I'm looking at. His, yeah, he's uh, a national he's champion. A he's a world Cooper. champion. He's a world and national champion. I love this guy. For the USA. So, so yeah, he has a benstoger.com, and you can take a class from him, Practical Shooting wow. Fundamentals. Uh, that's the flagship class. Uh, work on fundamental UPS, PSA skills and apply them in a stage environment. It is so crazy seeing the name spelled like that. I think that's one of the great... Oh, and he's got a podcast, too. You got a podcast? Yeah, I guess the, I guess I'll up. put the link. I guess I'm putting the link to his podcast. It's called Practical Shooting After Dark. Wow, After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's, what? The, if you add After Dark to anything, you know what you're implying. Know. What is that saying? What kind of podcast is this? I don't know, but holy wow! Oh my god! And you got to check out. Oh, you got to check out is about me. It says, my name is Ben, and I like to shoot stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I've, I got the podcast. Thanks for showing me this guy. Holy hell. Okay, we got the podcast, so it's still going. Uh, episode 136 just dropped this last week, um, <laughs> and he puts the class schedule up with the podcast. He's a USPSA Grandmaster. Wow. Uh, that is quite the title. I've... Never aspired to be a grandmaster of anything, but sounds pretty Neither good. have I, but this guy has Ben Stoger. Oh my god, I would He's love He's clearly to see destroying him. you in SEO because he overrides I even know. the spelling of your name. And <laughs> be like first time I've ever found out. Did you mean this. Ben Stoger, the shooting guy? Surely you did, not yeah. the other guy, right? Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And his but cool one logo? Thing I gotta say on his website. He hasn't changed the favicon, and he still has yeah. the square space. <laughs> yeah, what up, chump? <laughs> <laughs> when, when he has a logo here. That logo is badass. That, that unicorn? Favicon. Come on, Ben. I'm going to message him. 
His uh, he also has like a Latin uh tag. Oh, in that little logo there. Yeah. Wow, this guy's this guy is something else. Dylan, yeah, I should get him on the pod. You should. <laughs> wow. And no, I was, oh wow, and he has a a store where you can uh. You can buy guns. Let me get that. Or no, you, can, you can buy bullets. Yeah, probably not guns. Actually, bullets are in quite high demand now. Wow. Because of the, yeah. because everyone thought that they were doing a civil war in the States. Oh, yes, yes. All those oh, people just thought that. <laughs> so they all loaded up on guns and bullets, but wow. uh, I don't think it happened yet. Well, hey, hopefully it uh, doesn't happen. Yeah, I think that's, I think we can safe to say that that wave has passed for now yeah let's hope so yeah i hope so all right ben so now we're gonna wrap it up is there anything you want to shout out or say to the listeners you want to give a shout out to your crew where can we find you uh on internet that we haven't already mentioned anything you want the listeners to check out uh i got a link to your podcast the tim's talk line did we even not talk about that your podcast the tim's talk line five star rating on apple podcasts yeah check it out i'd love people to check that out yeah everyone check that out i listened to uh an episode yesterday to prepare uh the everardo episode it was great even uh but if you have misophonia skip the part where he eats the chicken sandwich <laughs> oh yes yes he really goes in that guy he, I, he was like playing that up as a bit but <laughs> he was really eating into the mic yeah I, he, yeah he, I, he, he did he made it an he asmr had... type bit but yeah there's lots of podcast or lots of episodes you can go check out any of them doesn't have to be the everardo one or listen to them all in order to get the whole experience get the narrative yeah the narrative going. <laughs> I, I work tirelessly to create. We got a couple new bug, new apps about to drop. Just we're just working on them tirelessly. So that's pretty great. And you've been on a ton of other podcasts. Obviously, your podcast pro. Um, yeah. The Sonar Network has like a whole page uh, of you and just your podcast appearances. So just like Google wow. Ben Stager Sonar, or it'll come up on the wow, list. Wow, that's amazing! Thank uh, you, Sonar. Check it out. Yeah, and go and it's got all your all your appearances on all their different podcasts which is a bunch so yeah a lot of fun stuff for listeners to check out if you just can't get enough of this ben yeah if you can get if you cannot get enough of me ben stagger benjamin daniel stagger s-t-a-g-e-r thank you very much google yeah shout out to google (laughs) shout out to google all right so i guess if nothing else then i will play the podcast theme and we'll say our goodbyes thank you ben for being the first new guest in 2021 hey thanks for having me it was it was an honor and it's an honor for you to follow ben on twitter b-e-n-n-n-n-s-t thank you bye well that's it i hope you enjoyed this week's episode with ben he was the first episode I recorded in the new series and was very gracious and nice, so please check him out on Twitter at Ben with four N's, ST, for some jokes, fun selfies, videos, and even short films. Oh, if you're a new listener, welcome! Let me know! 
If you like, you can check out all the past episodes. Visit www.stevenwskinner.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Apocalypse. Remember, don't leave a rating and review. I'm trying to keep this podcast a secret. All right, now check out all the links in my bio, including the new Patreon with bonus Friends of the Show episodes. So excited for that. A new episode every week, plus more as I figure it out. Uh, follow at FOTS Pod on Twitter to find posts about the latest episode. Follow me at Skinner Steven on Twitter. Thanks to Ruby Coast for the music. Thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great one!